Welcome to Leo Rising, a living tarot and creative intuition podcast. My name is Jenna Fox, and I'm a queer adoptee witch raised in fundamental Christianity and a mama to two rambunctious kiddos. Labels really help me tell a story about my way of being in the world. I'm influenced by my profession as a community college instructor and licensed mental health counselor, as well as my experience as a tarot reader and Reiki practitioner. If you're looking for declarative statements or black and white guidance, I'm probably not your gal. My approach to these conversations is less of a how-to and more of a come along on the journey with me. I don't presume to have the answers, but I'm enjoying working out the process with you all. So let's get started. I'm really happy to have you here. On today's episode, I talk with MJ of Crow Tarot and the upcoming Wise Dog Tarot. MJ is a Seattle-based tarot deck designer and artist, and it was really, really fun to talk about her process of coming up with the Crow Tarot deck and this future tarot deck and some of the other really inspiring ideas that she has in in store for the future of tarot. I just hope that you guys really love this conversation. I had so much fun talking with MJ um, and bonding with all things crow because you guys know that I really, really love crows. If you follow me on Instagram, um, you will see that I use MJ's deck, which is now... um, published by the U.S. Game System and was originally um, a crowdfunded project. So um, you can find MJ also over on her Patreon. She posts um, general collective readings every single day. So definitely an amazing um, way of interacting with the community. So I hope that you guys love this conversation as much as I did and having it. Okay, welcome to the podcast, MJ of Crow Tarot and the upcoming new super exciting Wise Dog Tarot. Hi, I'm so excited to talk with you. I might fa- I might fangirl in this episode. Oh. oh my god, please! Oh my god, I'm so excited to be here. So, so we're we're both yeah. in Seattle right now. Yes, but we're yes. talking on the. It's end. raining. It's raining. It's just, it's, you know, it's that time of year in the Seattle area. But this is the magic of the internet is that we've connected. Mm -hmm. And um, before I just like launch into all my questions, because the Crow Tarot is like my, one of my top tarot decks that I've just been like obsessing over. And I'm so excited about your new project. I just want to give you space to like share who you are and kind of maybe a little bit about your journey on how you got to kind of this moment. Well, I'm an artist. I've been a digital artist for, I mean, God, I have to think how old I am. Like for about at least 15 years, um, I started doing digital collage way back in the day uh, when Photoshop was in the, you know, the early stages. So it's something that's like kind of part of, part of who I am, but I think I do it a little bit differently than what you normally think of when you think of digital collage, because I also combine like drawing and different elements. But anyway, um, more so I am an accidental tarot card designer um, because it just came about that um, I wanted to create myself a deck and my favorite creature is the crow. And so I set out to make 78 cards learning as I went. And I mean, it was, it's quite the adventure. Uh, it started last fall. 
um, you know, fall of 2017. And today it is now my full-time job. I mean, it literally is. It's more than a full-time job. Uh, and what it was supposed to be just, you know, an exercise in creativity, you know, it's, it's changed my life. It literally has drastically changed my life. And I'm so grateful for that. I mean, it, you know, there are some things that I really feel are divinely guided and the Crow Tarot was, was that thing. Oh my gosh. That is, that, thing. that is so amazing. Okay. So I have an obsession with crows too. And my, my, mm-hmm. I have an, he'll be seven tomorrow, actually. Um, oh. When this airs, he'll have, he'll be like firmly planted in this, the seven year old realm. But um, he calls crows my friends because I talk with oh. them. I sometimes feed mm-hmm. them. And so I'm curious how crows became like the thing that you wanted to depict in a tarot deck. Um, well, many, many moons ago, I used to live up in Lake Forest Park. And so when you're up that way, there's hundreds and hundreds of crows, mm-hmm. you know, because the roost is in Bothell. That's where I grew up. I grew up in Lake Forest Park. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I was renting a house up there with my then um, ex-boyfriend, uh, or now ex-boyfriend, but then boyfriend. And it was just, it was magical. I mean, like you would just see all these crows and I really, you could almost feel their energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have this way of being and when they come together, like frantic and yet I found it soothing at the same time. I felt like, I mean, I, I had mentioned to you before that I'm very scattered. I, I have a really like, I move in a lot of different directions all the time. And so for some people who know me, they're, they're okay with it. For people who don't know me, I must seem very, um, chaotic. So I, I relate to that crow energy. But anyway, you know, fast forward a few years and I, I was uh, working up in Lake, Lake Forest Park and riding my bike and um, from Seattle to Lake Forest Park every day. And there I would, um, I would see the crows on the bike path. And I was like, they just seem to follow me. And I love that. I mean, again, it, it just goes down to the energy. And now um, you know, and they've always been a, a a fixture in my artwork. I mean, for as long as I can remember, I've always had crows. Like it's just been, of course, I'm gonna have a crow on that, you know, painting. Or of course, I'm gonna, you know, if I'm gonna, when I got a tattoo, it was like, of course, I'm getting a crow tattoo. Right. It wasn't like, you know, it's like it's just kind of there. But now we moved. My my daughter and I recently moved to a new apartment. And the crows come to my balcony Mm. and they've recently started um, knocking on my window, like of the the sliding door. And it's really awesome. It's like, I love it. We have, um, and it's always the same one because I can tell that there are three crows and they look different. Each one looks, there are little things about them that are different. So like one has a big head. So he's big head. I mean, Mm -hmm. very creative Mm -hmm. person that I am. Um, The one who knocks on the door, he's the brave one. And he looks, I mean, he, he's just a little bit bigger. And then there's a smaller one that I call shy one. And shy one lets the other two eat first. And then um, she kind of comes in and, and takes whatever they leave. And it's just, it's wonderful. I mean, it's, it's, it's so magical. Yeah. It's so magical. We they have- are, they're, they're magical. Once I started kind of trying to feed them, but not regularly, because I know mm-hmm. that I had read a story several, I mean, I've been obsessed with crows for years, but there's a story, you know, I'm sure of the little girl who got uh, yes. and trinkets, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so and she, then she got sued, her neighbors. I know. And I, I know. So I've like taken that into consideration where, okay, so for people who don't know, there's a little girl in the Seattle area who was feeding crows pretty consistently. I think even had like bird Mm -hmm. feeders and stuff. 
And they would bring yeah. her gifts, I think over the span of three or four years. Maybe she's still doing it. I don't know. I should look yeah, that up. Yeah, it was up. over by Portage Bay. They lived yeah. over by Portage Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they would bring her buttons and trinkets and yeah. earrings and pennies and like all these amazing they things. They found her mom's cell phone or they found something like that. It was her, like her mom dropped something while walking down an alley. Oh my gosh, of course. And they brought it back to her, you know, yeah. it's like. Oh, freaking crows yeah. are awesome. So I was like, okay, so I wanted to start feeding crows in an intentional way, but not where I would get sued by my neighbors, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so I do that. And there's this one, I love that you're saying that you have three that are like really just, they're there kind of all the time. I have one mm-hmm. who will sit on the corner of my house, like on the roof and he'll look at me mm-hmm. and I'll feed him. And then he'll sometimes fly down and like it's at the point where we're not, I mean, it's not like he's going to like land on my shoulder yet, but he doesn't fly away. Whereas the other ones that are kind of new or they're just up on the power lines or in the trees that might come Mm -hmm. down and eat, they will, they will fly away as soon as like I get out there, but he's just chilling in my yard, chilling on my path. Like they're on the edge of the roof. Like, excuse me, it's been a while. Oh, I know. I mean, and, and, and they, they know, like, I, I really think that there is something that connects their energy to our energy, mm-hmm. you know, and, and if they tap into it, they know, like they, they can tell that you're going to be kind to them or not, or, you know, they and know they if you're going to be and they the remember. person who feeds them. Yeah. Oh, they remember you. They remember your face. Yeah, oh, yeah. University of Washington has done a bunch of studies with that. I mean, they are just so highly intelligent. And um, yeah, so I loved that you were, you know, the, the first person I would see that like had crows, like really just depicted in this way. Um, so mm-hmm. prominently featured in a tarot deck, but I'm curious, like when I wanted to be lovingly, you know, yeah. I wanted the, like the energy not to be like, Oh, you know, um, crows are dark or evil. It's like, no, like they're wonderful creatures that teach us, you know, how to connect with nature in an urban environment. You know, yeah. it's like, they're well, not like, evil. There's right, no such like, thing as evil animals. <laughs> Uh, well, like what you were saying before with like sort of that chaotic energy, I sometimes think of crows yeah. when I hear them all cawing and like um, coming together. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like family reunions that are just oh, yeah. like, you know, everyone is just like talking over each other and it's just mm-hmm. so much energy and like then it's raucous. Like, so raucous, but also yeah. so loving at the same time. Oh yeah. And they That's play. Great. So crows actually, they do, they, you know, it's like, um, they do play, which is, you can't think of that as being like a, a human thing or, you know, like a, you know, like a dog thing, you know, but crows get together and they, they engage in a way that is playful, you know? Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love that about them because it's not just like, oh, my bird, I'm sitting on a tree or I'm looking for food. It's like, you know, it's, there's an intelligence there Yeah, that comes yeah. from that. But and I'm looking okay. for them right now, and I'm, I'm like wondering where my, my crows went to today. <laughs> they're, they're just like, well, I'm just going to leave a little respectful space until she's done recording, and then we'll come and knock on the window. Yeah. I know. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. I just I do love them. So, I mean, I, I'm wondering, you know, my landlord might have a problem with me letting them in the house, but I think when the weather gets better, I'll leave the door open and see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> you'll have to report back and let me know how that goes. I will. I just I'll, love I'll it. post it on Instagram. <laughs> anytime, <laughs> yeah, anytime my son, my older one sees a crow, like we could be, it doesn't matter, like we're not by our house. And he's just like, mommy, you're friends, you're friends. And I'm like, oh, this is oh. so sweet. They're like my familiars. So they are. That's I know. Well, some, you know, some witches have cats. You know, mm-hmm. I have crows. Yeah. And I mean, what's great is that the three of them, they have, you know, they have territory. So 
when I start walking up our street about three, four blocks away from my apartment, and if they're down on that end, if they're like on a, a lamppost or, you know, on a tree and they see me, they will, they will swoop with me to the next lamppost. And then they'll, you know, they'll watch me as I go up the stairs into my apartment. And then they will, I will find them on the rail to the, to the balcony. So it's like, yeah, they recognize you. And even if you're wearing a hat, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, and, uh, you know, different clothing, it's like, they know you. I think it's that maybe it's like, it's deeper than they recognize your face. Maybe they connect your energy. They're like, Oh, I feel her. I feel that she's near. Well, I feel like that would really go back to a lot of like the indigenous stories about how crows or ravens, like were really intricately connected in the energy Mm -hmm. creation and, you know, sort of with the first people of the world and Mm -hmm. like that that just feels that feels really true like what you're saying is that it's not just oh they know like what my face looks like but it's like they can connect with my essence oh totally I mean that's I mean I think uh, you know I think animals in general have that ability I think Mm -hmm. it's like when a dog you know when a dog is freaking out you know when and then all of a sudden you know your your partner comes home it's like they knew like they knew well before like minutes before you know the person pulls into the driveway or into the garage it's like the, the dog knows you know, like, yeah. or um, they have that sort of knowing when you had a really crappy day and all you want to do is lay on the couch, you know, it's like, they kind of know, like, that's not the best time maybe to pee on the floor, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or cause trouble. Like, they, you know, like, I feel like they're extra sensitive, you yes. know, yes, <laughs> to, yes, to you yes. during that time, yeah. you know. Um, I can tell you, I did my dog Gumby, who we talked about earlier, when he was pissed at me, I don't know if I can say that on the air, but I'm from Boston, so we say that word. Um, Anyway, he he literally, I remember, I came home, I was late, and he looked at me dead in the eyes, he lifted his freaking leg, Mm -hmm. and he peed on the floor, looking at me, you know, so there's there is an intelligence that animals have, you know? I know it's like, I, I wish that there was a way to tell like what goes on, you know, like to really read their minds. Like, um, right. Okay, so we've established like your your love of crows and your love of dogs, which we're going to get to in a second. Oh, yeah. But I'm curious, yeah. were you always a tarot, like a tarot deck user or did tarot no. and crows kind of come at the same time? So crows came long before, like crows, mm-hmm. like since I was a kid, like I've always, okay. I, you know, like they're seeing something completely black fly through the sky is kind of yeah. magical to me. But um, no, so and as far as tarot cards, I used to go um, and have my cards read and, uh, you know, I was interested in, in tarot card reading and tarot cards in general, but it wasn't until, uh, not last summer, the summer before that, that I had like the absolute worst um, time of my life. I mean, like literally our life, my daughter and I, we were, um, it it was really, it was hard. So we were living in a basement apartment. We had been there for six years. It was supposed to just be a transitional place um, after my um, husband and I separated. And I needed a place that I could raise my daughter that was relatively low in rent in Seattle, which is, I mean, it's hard here, especially in Ballard. But I needed to find something like, so it was really small. And a year ago, we almost lost that. I mean, like we, we came very close to being homeless. And um, we lost, I lost my car. I lost my dog. Um, everything was, it was, it sucked. I mean, like, I can't begin to tell you how bad it sucked. And so uh, my, my best friend, she, um, she said, well, we're going to get, we're just going to start over, you know, no, no new year's on, um, on new year's day. We're going to do it, you know, like August 1st, 
is the new year for us. <laughs> you yeah. know, like we're going to gonna, gonna hit a reset now. And so she got me the wild unknown deck for my birthday because my birthday's in August. And, uh, and it was like, oh my God, I'm like, this is it. I'm like, this is, you know, I get it. Like I want one of these. Like I want to make one of these for myself. Mm-hmm. Like I love the deck. The artwork is incredible. I mean, I love this deck, but I wanted to make something that I would use for myself and it would be a tool for me, you know, like, um, I mean, I, I have like, um, you know, I have Oracle decks from, um, from other artists or writers, you know, like, or writers and, you know, they were fine and all, but it, it didn't connect in a way. Like I wanted something where I could go sit into a room, go sit in a room and, and just be like, dude, what the frick is going on? Mm-hmm. And then pull cards and get some guidance and, and use that as a tool. So that's, that's how it all started. And again, it wasn't going to be anything other than for myself. So I had, I was on a crow board on Facebook and then so I posted a couple of pictures like, Hey guys, what do you think of the hermit card? You know, I just finished this one. And they're like, Oh my God, you should make this into a deck. This is wonderful. And I was like, oh, what? Really? Wow. <laughs> and I was like, I know. And so, and this is like, this is how the story is. Like I have, I have to say when you set out to do something and you have a a clear vision in your mind, stay open to possibilities because what you think you're going to do and what you you end up doing can sometimes be so much better, Uh you know? And you know, it's like, it's like, or what you, what you think you're going to do isn't going to be as good as what it actually happens, I should say. So So you um, were just just creating a deck for yourself and then suddenly it becomes this like, huge hit oh you have like it's like so anyway on that crow board a wonderful wonderful contributor said hey you know you should you know send some of this artwork over to u.s games and so that was in october of 2017 so I was like all right yeah sure whatever so I sent it I sent them uh, an email like on their website said hey this is what I do um and it was a Friday so I'm like you know like this is what I do this is what the deck is going to look like I don't know if this is anything you guys would be interested in and I literally did not expect to hear back you know right in like a couple hours I get an email back saying, oh my God, send us more pictures. And can you send us a description for the hermit card? And I was like, oh, I have to write something for this? <laughs> right. I'm like, my idea, you know, I was like, what? So I, I set to work um, and I had it back to her and she, they're in Connecticut. So I had it back to them before they left for the day. Mm-hmm. And um, within like an hour, they sent me over a contract and a promise of an advance. And I can tell you that during that time, like it, it still makes me shake to think about it because I mean, we were literally facing homelessness right. and, right. and, and like, um, my daughter was looking at not getting, you know, like not having like a real Christmas, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like it, it was like one of those things where you're like, Oh my God, this saved me. So I busted right. out that work and I was like, Holy crap. Like they want it. And like, I was like, this is, this is supposed to be. So then, you know, like the, the, um, that passes. And then I said, well, you know, maybe I should create a journal to go with this deck that would one help me so I can write out like what I learned from each card. Da, da, da. And I'm like, and my friend Hillary, who, um, who gave me the, the, uh, uh, well, unknown deck said, well, why don't you put it up on Indiegogo and see what happens. Maybe you'll raise some money to, to get it going. Right. And like, and again, did not expect anything. I mean, like, like I literally um, didn't expect, I, I did the goal of 10 grand 
And I set it up so that even if I didn't make it, as long as I got, you know, like I could make like a couple of books, if somebody wanted me to make them, I could just hand do them. Right. <laughs> I blew through that. And then, so um, it was just like it, the, the difference between last year and this year is just, it's like, I mean, it, it's remarkable. You know, it's like, I I kind of figured out where I'm supposed to be in life and it's opened up so many doors and what started off as something that wasn't going to be anything other than, um, you know, something for my own, you know, my own use has become, I mean, uh, I mean, it's a, I, I'm still like, I have a hard time even saying like it's successful. I mean, like that's yeah. my own inner, you know, like hangups I have about, about my work, but I'm like, it's successful. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it sounds like it takes a different, a different lens because it's not like you set out to be successful. It's not like you're like, okay, no. my lifelong dream is to, you know, be a, a tarot deck creator. And then I'm going to do this and I'm going to write the perfect pitch letter and I'm going to do this whole thing. It's like you were doing this beautiful thing for yourself. And then, wow, look at the amazing doors that open and your ability to just kind of say, I'm going to go with this. I'm going to do this and I'm going to try this. Yeah. And, and, and then also like having the confidence to just like throw your work out there and, yeah. and not be attached to the outcome, you know, or, you know, it, it takes, a, it, it does, it takes, it takes a lot of, um, of energy to let something go and to put it up and, um, you know, for others to see or criticize or, or, or you know, like, um, you know, it, it's, it's hard sometimes, especially as a creative, because you do put so much of your own personal energy into something. And, it, you know, it, it, it's like one of those things where you're like, all right, well, I just have to let it go. Like kind of like rip the bandaid off and like, let it be just, it's, it's just going to be, if it's meant yeah. to be, it's meant to be, you know? There, it sounded um, like the, the hermit card was one that kind of came up early in the process. Were there oh, cards that you found that just came to you super quick and easy and you're just like, could bust them out and others where you're like oh yeah Ugh. ironically so the um the hermit card hell yeah that one was just like I knew that card I felt that card um I was spending a lot of time out in Discovery Park um uh with my daughter going on hikes and it was just like that to me was like Discovery Park in the snow mm-hmm. um and it was just like one of those like I got that one you know devil I love that like that was uh, like one of my favorite cards it's one me. of my favorites um, in your deck too yeah 100% and then um I mean some of them like uh I'd say like the hardest card well the Hierophant I just had a hard time with that one because that one you know just brought up a lot of memories of childhood and mm-hmm. I grew up um you know in Boston where you know like going to CCD which is like for Catholic kids who um who don't go to Catholic school. Um, so a lot of beliefs that were kind of instilled during that time that um, have you know, a negative impact on my life today that I'm still trying to work through. But the, the card that I found the hardest to make, which is ironic, is the Empress card. Mm-hmm. It's my least favorite in the deck um, because that was the one that I had the hardest time with. Okay. And I couldn't get um, getting a clear vision, which is funny because I'm a life, my life number is three. So that's, mm-hmm. you know, the Empress. Um, and for some reason I struggled with this card. And, and I mean, like now I have a better understanding of it, but at the time that I made it, um, I think I was really, I mean, 
it was coming into terms with the fact that I could create something, you know? And so because I had a block there, that card was more challenging for me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like being able to see myself as a creator, you know, right. or being in control of creating my own, you know, the things I desire, the things I wish, you know, to see in my head, you know, like that's, that was the hardest one. But um, like the kind of cups was one of my favorite ones to make, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm the magician, it's like things like that. Oh, and the three of swords. And I know like people are like, oh, not another like heart with swords through it. I'm like, I know, but I just love that image. You know, right. it's like, I love, right. I love the the visual quality of that. So it is, it is, um, but, it, but your depiction of it is such a beautiful, like, I love the actual sort of anatomical heart, but, and yeah, it feels less scary because the crows are there. I don't know when I look at it, I don't feel, I mean, I still feel like there's that like ability for it to be painful, but it doesn't mm-hmm. feel quite so alone then right when you look at like the classic smithway deck mm-hmm. true and you know i wanted to show that you know with sometimes you know um parting you know isn't always a negative you know of mm-hmm. course you know when you leave a situation there's going to be heartbreak or it's going to be painful on some level but at the you know at the end of the day sometimes you know leaving a, a a bad relationship is better than staying in one, you know, and that's kind of like how I see like, you know, um, my, you know, my separation and, um, yeah, it, it sucked while it was, you know, while it was happening, but I grew a lot stronger for it, you know, and, um, the scars create a, a much stronger, um, heart, you know, and a better appreciation for those who, who are kind and loving, but, um, but oh, and the other ones, like the two swords and the eight of swords, um, I did those at the same time. Mm-hmm. And also, when you go through the deck, you can kind of see, like, the cards, like, what was created around the same time, by the way. Um, so, like, the Two of Swords and the Eight of Swords I did um, at the same time. And my thought was, uh, we might have been that we were watching a lot of Japanese anime at the time. Um, like, the, I don't know if your, your son watches any of the, like, Totoro movies or Spirited Away. Have you guys he seen He likes those? Totoro and he likes Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pokemon. I know. So does my daughter. I, she's not allowed to watch Pokemon. Mine isn't. She's just, I, I cannot. That, that one, I don't know. But anyway, um, but Spirited Away and, like, even, like, um, another one, like, Howl's Moving Castle. So those two are very much influenced by that, by that mm-hmm. look. Mm-hmm. So, um yeah um we tend to watch a lot of movies in this house so a lot of you can find little things in there hey i um, i totally resonate with that i mean especially i'm looking out you know out the window and being like yep we're we're firmly planted in the movie watching uh time of the year here in seattle oh yeah we can't quite go to the parks Uh, no, no, but you know, it's so crazy here, though, you do see people, like, I'm always blown away, it's pouring rain, and you see people walking around Green Lake, like, yeah. it, maybe it's just the East Coast person in me, I'm like, but it, when it's raining, I'm indoors. Um, I know, I like know, to be, just, I like to be cozy, I like to be cozy, yeah. there's nothing wrong with and, that. No, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with that, um, but anyway, so, yeah, um, so the, the look of the deck, you know, um, there are different colors, like you'll find, um, like for the swords, the steely, you know, the colors tend to be steely. For cups, things tend to have more of a, um, like a hue, like a, a gold hue, you know, sort of to convey like a warmth, you know, that kind of thing. But anyway, I feel like I, I went off on a tangent and I apologize. See, again, oh, my, gosh, my, no, this my, is my frantic crow energy. 
<laughs> it's beautiful energy. And it's just, it's so great for me because I mean, I've, I, when I saw that this deck was, it was crowdfunding and I was just like, and now I know you can buy it on us games, but I love the fact that I was like, they're able to, to, to do the crowdfunding deck. Um, I just was like, it's, I feel like this was like a thing that I was like waiting for and didn't even know that I was oh. waiting for it. Yeah. Like I, oh, and I, and I told everybody, you. I was like, crow deck, you guys, you have to get this. This is amazing. And now I'm curious just the like, so you had the deck, you had the, the cards that were like really came yeah. to and then you had the challenge. Um, what the transition from like crowdfunding to it being now it's like mass market. And I feel like it's mm-hmm. blown up. Like it's just like gone crazy. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe from because I'm in it, I don't see it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just now moved on to another, you know, like it just transitioned into yeah. USG as a product. So like with the crowdfunding, it wasn't, it wasn't so much, at least for me, I was hoping that people weren't going to see it so much as a product, like, oh, I'm buying a product. You know, right. it's like what they were doing is they were actually supporting a creative process mm-hmm. and supporting art um, mm-hmm. in an age where a lot of time, you know, art gets dismissed or, I mean, like, you know, you have a kid, how much time do they actually spend on art at school these days, right. you know, opposed to testing. So I feel like it was kind of like devalued art. So for me, you know, like having that crowdfunding um, project it was just like oh my god like, people love art people yes. love supporting artists this yes. is so amazing you know I'm like and and I'm like and on top of it they're going to get a really awesome deck one that I feel like and I, I love the U.S. Games deck they did an incredible job but I do say I have to say like my backer deck there's an energy to it that mm-hmm. is very unique yeah. um, you know it's like it it does have it holds I don't know. It, maybe that's just my own. It's the energy I have because of all the effort I put into it. You know that, like when I hold it, it feels it, it, it feels electric. Yeah, that's, there's like an you know. intimacy there because your energy was like yeah. really, really twined in with it, and now it's moved on, and it's 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 like it's like oh, it's it's going to college, and it's going to have its own life, and the U.S. Yeah. game system is going to have its own like. <laughs> touch on it but there was something really really impressions about like you boxing up the decks and sending them out yourself and the I have Mm -hmm. the journal too and it's you know it's just like this beautiful thing that gets to exist on my in on my tarot shelf of of decks that I just dearly love and no I mean that each one like so with the decks I mean I shipped out over 3,000 packages in like like, what two months and me single like like, that was so I mean of course there were some errors along the way I am far from perfect like I am like uh, you know my forte is not shipping Um, I'm an artist (laughs) so um, that really helped me you know like discover things that I don't want to do in life um, which is to be a shipper because I cannot manage like I have friends who can like they can look at a a situation like that but like oh here we go do 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 process organized you know and like and I'm like oh my god like I have 56 boxes of decks downstairs 22 boxes of journals and I've got to get all of them figured out like how to put them in packages and shipped out you know you like lived (laughs) oh my god I have I know the people at the Ballard post office by the way are amazing they are so kind so nice I mean I, I would come to them every day with like hundreds of of packages and and they were just like okay thank you you know like oh I love that. 
So like, have a great day. And I just think that that's so great that you were able to like form the relationship with them. I think that I might have like, I don't know, been embarrassed or, or worried and, and wondered what it would be like if I were to just go to every single post office in the Seattle area. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Oh no, no. I mean, like, I mean, I, I've like, they're my post office, right? And I'm like, yeah. and, and I told them like, hey, I launched a Crodeck, if you know. <laughs> and and they're so nice. I mean, again, um, it's just it's a small post office, right. so for them to process through all of that, I mean, they had to each. The woman told me she's like, oh, you know, I have to hand scan these. <laughs> so she's like, and you know, my printer wasn't printing off the um, the uh, the tracking bars like mm. easily for her apparently because like she's like sometimes I have to scan them like three or four times to get them to work maybe you could check your printer settings you know like I'm so sorry oh right. my god right you know? so, so it wasn't shout, just, like, yeah, shout I mean, like, out to the the U.S. post office for being patient yeah. and kind and getting all of our packages to us oh my god and you know and again like you know I was like I'm sorry if like you know mistakes sometimes happen and packages you know um you know the you know, they, um, sometimes like the, the male people, you know, uh, misdeliver, you know, or things like that. It's like, but I think overall, I have to say at least 95% of everything went smoothly. That's so, amazing. I mean, like, yeah, which is amazing. Yeah. So. Okay. You know. So one of the things that you said that really struck with me was, um, how how just supported you felt as an artist doing the kick the um the crowdfunding the indiegogo mm-hmm. crowdfunding and and thinking about like the artists that i support um and just like this sort of rise in platforms like patreon and other mm-hmm. ways for people to get um involved in supporting artists and creatives so that they don't have to you know do the nine to five scramble somewhere else um so i'm just curious like what are some of those avenues that you're still exploring where people can support you as an artist in the making so I could, stuff like this oh sorry so I do have a patreon page and yes. um for people so I do that um for the for the daily readings um I spend when I wake up in the morning I have done the daily reading every single day without fail um since January last year or this year rather that's wonderful so every day whether it doesn't matter if it's a holiday if it's my birthday if um if we're traveling like over the summer um I have like you know there was one day where I didn't have any internet um but I could post it on my phone so I posted Uh it like I wrote it I literally wrote it on my phone and posted it um thankfully that was just one day um but yeah, I mean, I'm committed to, to creating these, these readings for the collective, but they do take time. And, um, you know, I usually do them, like I get my daughter off to school um, and I get back here by eight in the morning. And then I do that uh, for, you know, like about, it takes me about an hour and a half, you know, each morning. And so I set up the Patreon page so that I can continue to do that without stressing out, you know, like, um, with the hope that I would be able to create enough of an income that where it's like, all right, well, this is being, um, you know, like this time is being supplemented, you know? Right. So, um, and then, um, so yeah. And then also there are other like, uh, features I'm going to start adding on there, such as I got a camera. I actually got a, a video camera. So I'm going to start doing videos. 
and other fun things. So I really want to create a way for this, you know, um, you know, to express myself and, and provide an income for my daughter, you know, I mean, um, we, it's such a, it's such a novel idea, you know, but you know, this is a passion of mine. And this is something that I think, you know, my goal is to add value is to give back like, um, more than what I get, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's like, I want to make sure that people like when I write, when I do my readings for the day, it's like, I don't just slap together, like, you know, like a paragraph. Like I, I want to really give people a good idea of what is happening with this energy or what's going on with the card or in the future, you know, if they see this card, like maybe it'll help them, you know, recall this reading and be like, Oh, that's right. You know, like, um, what, what regrets do I have? Or what am I not seeing right now in this moment? What am I blind to, you know? So that anyway, so yeah. So they can find, so people can find you on Patreon. Is it Crow Tarot? Is it MJ? Like how would they search? Oh, Crow Tarot. Crow Tarot. Okay. Crow tarot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am. Yeah. I try what, you know, like one thing I, so one thing I do have going in my favor um, was that I was in sales and marketing before I, um, I, um, I started this whole thing. And so, you know, like making sure that I had like, you know, social media, uh, platforms that, you know, were consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody already had Crotero on Facebook. Otherwise I would have taken that, but so Crotero oh, deck, um, yeah. is on Facebook. I know. I was like, who has that? But, who has that? Um, right. How can no, I, buy I, <laughs> I know, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but you know, but like I bought the domain, like Crotero.com, you know, things like that. Um, I have the domain like, um, wise dog tarot.com. So like things like that, you know, um, I know like when I know something I'm going to do, you know, when I'm going to create, I buy the domain, I set up the social media. So that's one thing I, I do say I have going in my favor, you know, it's like take, being able to see all the steps. Yeah. Okay. So, so speaking uh, of wise dog tarot, cause you just threw that uh-huh. out there. You were like, in the process of Crow Tarot, I mean, it was coming out. I know you were like shipping stuff. And then all of a sudden, yeah. beautiful artwork popped up on Facebook. And I was just like, oh, she has another deck. What's, wh- when did that spark in your brain? Um, okay. So, what is that process? So that, I can thank Hillary. Hillary for that. My friend Hillary for that one. So she got a Scottish deer hound. And so I kind of feel like the, and, I mean, for those, my backers of the wise dog, I am just so you know, I am incredibly grateful. I am working on it. I was working on it last night. Um, it does seem like it's been a little bit haphazard um, because of the crow deck, but it, it's not that it's not getting worked on. It is. It's just the process is taking me a little bit longer because, um, you know, it's just tapping into that energy, but the, the, it came about because Oh, my crows are back. Um, it came about because um, my friend got a Scottish deer hound. And this dog, I don't know if you've ever seen them. Like, so you know what an Irish wolfhound is, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so it looks like an Irish wolfhound and a greyhound got together. Uh, so it's skinnier, but still big. And it, <laughs> it was a spaz. I mean, like this dog was a complete Bass, like huge, running through the yard. Even as a puppy, it's big. So we're like, oh, my, you know what? that dog would make the perfect fool. Oh my God. Like, my Eglon is such a fool. And 
Um, so like, that's it. You should do a wise dog. I should do this is like, that's, that's next on the, the list, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so that was over, that was over the spring of last year. And then I just sort of evolved like, yeah, I'll, I'll get to it. I'll work on it. And I was like, you should really, you know, like get doing this dog deck. Right. And I was like, all right. And so I'm like, well, we'll see. I'm like, I'll put it up there. I said, I'll throw it on, or on Indiegogo. And I mean, like, you might be the only person who wants this, Hillary. You know, that's what I was like saying. I'm like, you know, we'll see if this thing actually anybody wants. And, and then it turned out, I'm like, oh my God, people love this people idea. People want it. People want, there's going to probably be like a sneaky cat tarot and like a turtle tarot. I, I mean, like, I don't know what's next yeah. for you, but it seems like you just no, have the sky's the limit. I don't, well, so I, people were asking for a cat deck for me. And so I... I, I'm I'm holding off because I don't connect well with cat energy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just like I don't know. I just me and cats, man. I'm, I'm uh, we just don't we don't click. But dogs, I love like I mean, I'm that crazy person on the street. If I see you walking your dog and your dog is really cute, I will stop. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Can I say hi to your dog? Yeah, I love you that. know, like the person may look like a complete like like they obviously you know do not like to engage you know right I mean Seattle kind of has that reputation anyway you know but um like but I see that person like oh yeah I'm like I'm like like oh my god so we have to go on a quick tangent we have this neighbor who has a very unique kind of dog you don't see them here and um, again my friend Hillary also has one of those dogs it's different from the Scottish Deerhound so anyway I saw this dog. I was like, oh my God. I'm like, my friend has that exact same dog, but hers is tan. And, and like, you know, hi. I'm like, I'm like bending down. I'm like, and the lady literally is giving me the ice <laughs> stare, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm like, okay. So now we make it a point whenever we see them, we're like, hi, how's your dog? <laughs> it's quite horrible. But anyway, anyway. Okay. Seattle so, lighten up a little bit, just a little bit. I know. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, I've been here since 1998. So mm-hmm. I have, you know, I remind myself, you know, when you go elsewhere that, you know, the vibe is, is you know, is, there's a friendly vibe out there. Um, there is. I like to, it. I sometimes yeah. think about the people in, the poor people in the Seattle area is like, we moved as far west as we could to get away from people. And one day we wake up <laughs> ancestors later and we're like, what? There's a city. These people are trying to talk to me. I don't want to go into town for six I months. <laughs> what is oh this my God. I just think about the, the founders of Ballard. I mean, like, mm-hmm. you know, you know how like Ballard, I mean, kind of was like an old um, Norwegian fishing yeah. village. And like, you know, we're getting a city target next year. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like, yep. <laughs> Like, no, I'm like, oh, how things have changed. Um, but, um, yeah. but yeah, so I mean, that the, you know, the wise dog um, just sort of morphed organically, I guess, because of that. And I love doing the artwork and I was feeling a need to, hey guys, um, I was feeling a need to, to get back into doing something that was creative. I was spending a lot of time managing the the business end of Crotero and I wasn't using my create, you know, my, my, my creativity, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm like, I need to do something. But as far as future decks go, I can tell you that after like once the wise dog is done and that is my, my priority right now. Um, so I'm not going to be working on another deck until I get that done. Um, but I am going to be working on a forest deck. Um, mm. And yeah, 
uh, under sea deck, like a water deck, mm-hmm. and like our, our nautical deck, and um, a crow oracle deck. So those oh, are the three I have wonderful. kind of like in my head that are sort of like rolling around in there, right, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and because I can't start any of them without finishing Wise Dog, it kind of keeps me motivated. Um, but right now your, I am trying to manifest... Process? Is your process for wise dogs similar to crow as far as like there's certain dogs that just kind of come to you like you said your friends oh, yeah. you and others where you're just like well, dumped? Well yeah, so here's okay, so with the wise dog, the the minor arcana um are all dogs that people donated to the deck. So like people um chose that as a as a a tier, like a a perk oh, where they could nice. pay extra and have their dog in the deck. So it's personal, right? Yeah. So here's the dilemma. And, I, and it's like, you know, for example, there's one dog that her story would be perfect for the Ten of Swords. And I'm trying to figure out, like, I've got a, there's a delicate balance between creating something where somebody will see their animal, their, their dog, you know, like, in a, in a situation that may be scary or, or you know, um, sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, painful, but it has to be done in a way that is kind and loving and you know and respectful so um you know some of them like oh yeah easy ten of cups got you you know oh yeah you know know, ace of cups sure you know yeah so you're not you're not just you're not just managing sort of like the crow energy which can kind of sometimes Mm -hmm. be a little bit more uh nameless or shapeless like Mm -hmm. you have your particular crows that come and visit you but when people look at the deck they're not thinking necessarily of big head or shy girl or whatever but this like somebody's going to see their very specific dog and that's just the one that they love right an added layer of complexity for an artist wow yeah so I mean there is a challenge there to that and you know it's not like where I can just quickly like with the crow energy too it's like it like you said it's nameless in a way so it's like oh yeah well that crow deserves to have it you know like you know have all of his swords taken away he's you know <laughs> he's a jerk you know, he's greedy right. he's a yeah. jerk or yeah oh that that crow is a big bully you know it, it's like yeah it's like you have to think like this is gonna, somebody's going to get this deck and their dog is going to be in it and their dog this, this creatures they love mm-hmm. has to be treated with kindness mm-hmm. you know um and you know as if you know like you know, I, I, I try to think of it as it's, this dog is playing a role, you know, it's yeah. not who they are, you know, but they're, they're, they're getting into that energy to help the people, you know, kind of, um, you know, uh, connect in a way with that, with that sadness or that pain that in a way that it will heal them. So, you know, it's a dog's job to do that. And we all know mm-hmm. dogs love jobs. They do. So, they do. Know, they really yeah. do pretty sure my dog's job is to annoy the crap out of me but (laughs) but that could be you know what actually you know what that dog's job is then is to distract you from whatever it is that you're doing oh that's so true it's so true you know like maybe it's like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah he brings you into the present moment yeah exactly so i know like oh trust me we we had we were watching two little dogs uh a couple months ago for a friend and I mean, like, these dogs were just crazy. I mean, they were batshit crazy. And uh, one was a Boston Terrier, and the other one was, like, a Chihuahua mix. And they were just running and fighting and rolling. And it's like, you try to sit on the couch, and they just, like, run over you. And you're like, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like, I'm having a hard time with this energy. Yeah. <laughs> like, but at the same time, you know, it's like, it, it did bring me out of 
the stress that I was currently feeling um, and focused on how not to have my stuff destroyed, you know, <laughs> you know, like as they're, as they're chewing on like the, the chair, like that my daughter is sitting, around, you know, <laughs> like little uh, gremlins. Oh my they God, they are, they're like little gremlins. They are. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. So, so yeah, the energy of the dog deck is very different. It's, um, you know, I feel like it's, whereas the crow deck, the energy I was going through was of like, I was really angry with the, with the universe. I was very, um, feeling disconnected. I mean, like, I mean, I, I was somebody who felt regular connections with my spirit guides and all of a sudden, um, when things were going bad, it was like they were on hiatus. Like, I don't know if they went on vacation, you know, I don't, I don't think they're allowed to do that, but I'm pretty certain that they were somewhere in Bermuda and nowhere near the Pacific Northwest. And so, I mean, like that, the energy for the crow deck was just like, um, like kind of like a call for help. And the energy for the dog deck is a call for healing, you know, and understanding. So, um, but it is coming. I know it's like, um, one of the things with doing a campaign is, um, you know, uh, not only managing, all the components, but then managing expectations. And mm -hmm. um, that's one of the hardest things I can tell you, if you're going to do an Indiegogo campaign or any kind of campaign, um, you've got to release the need to control everybody and, yeah. and control feelings because you can't in, in doing so will just drive you bonkers. Um, well, but I mean, know, a, time, like, a timeline for creating 78 cards. I mean, I can't, I can't imagine. I think, I mean, and I'm not like a professional, like visual artist, but just the creating just even like a major arcana takes, I would mm -hmm. imagine a long time, you know, but yes, we kind of do well, I'm, I'm a very where we want to just I, have everything quickly. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I, um, yeah, people like, are like, where is it? Where is it? Or like, uh, you know, and I, one thing I have to say, like, you know, like, I love the fact that people were just like, I want my Crow Tarot deck. And they were excited about it because that made me feel like, oh my God, I created something that people want. Like, yeah. it's not like, all right, well, I backed this project and, you know, whatever. But it was like, I mean, literally, you know, they were excited and that, that kind of fed into, into keeping me motivated. Um, but I'm like, I'm somebody who, when I get a clear vision in my head of what the card should look like, it is like zippity zop. I got it. I know what I'm doing. I know what assets I want to use. I know how I want to create a look. I know exactly what the look looks like. I can see the card in my head mm. from, you know, like completed. Um, the problem comes is when I can't, like when I was saying like with the Empress card, when I can't tap into that and see yeah. the card and then right. it becomes muddled, you know? So, um, but thankfully I am a very fast worker. Um, and, and I am trying, I'm trying to manifest a new Microsoft surface because although my brain can process very quickly when it needs to, my computer isn't doing that these days. So, so like, um, we'll just put that call out there to the universe. Anyone who has the hookup with a Microsoft circuit surface, MJ needs one. It's a big one. The big, the big one, the, the big, not the, not, I have the, I use a surface pro, um, three. So I have a pen and I draw like on the screen. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's a it's the Surface Pro that looks like a laptop. No, I'm. If anybody has a big Microsoft, <laughs> um, uh, you know, the one that sits on the table, 
the, the drawing one, let me yeah. know. Yeah. Um, you know, like, and, and, or who wants to donate me one, that would be great. Um, because they're about, we went to the Microsoft store, um, uh, a couple of weeks ago and, um, and I saw it and I was like, I just like, I stood there. I was like, I want you. I'm like, I'm manifesting. I'm like, I want you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, cause yeah, that's like, the, that's one of the things though. You know, if you want to manifest something, you have to kind of see it. You have to hold it. You've got to feel it, you know, so that when you, when, when you remove yourself from it, you can like call that image back up, you know, mm -hmm. like, it's like, you can be like, so I, I've been doing that. I've been like, all right. What would it be like to actually sit and, and draw on a big screen, you know, yeah. when it doesn't freeze on me? Right. So, One that can help make you be yeah. more productive. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's the thing. It would make me so much more productive. Okay. Um, you know, that's, you know, the little lessons you learn, mm -hmm. you know, have the right tools. The right tools makes a huge, make a, like a huge difference. Huge yeah. difference. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, so before but, we before we go, yeah. is there anything that you um you feel like you just like want to share? Anything left unsaid um that you were hoping to share in today's interview? Um, sure. I mean, I, I, one thing is I want everyone to know that although I you know I may not respond right away to emails, it's not because I'm ignoring people. Mm -hmm. I get lots and lots and lots of emails. I also have a nine-year-old who demands, a, I mean, who literally demands a great deal of attention from me. Um, and my hours uh, of being um, away from my child are limited because of school, like school hours. So if I don't respond over the weekend, I'm sorry. You know, um, I do try to respond or, um, you know, like, uh, you know, like, I'm not ever offended by a nudge, like, you know, like a gentle nudge is <laughs> always like, oh my God, yes. Like, and then you'll end up getting an email back on, oh my God, thank you for like reminding me, you know, because I am, I mean, like I, I am, a, I am a crow and I get distracted by shiny objects. I get distracted <laughs> by things like, you know, that like flutter by my head. Um, and it, it helps me. So like, you know, like if, if people um, have a question, like, please don't hesitate to email me, but understand like you might have to give me a nudge and, right. and don't think that my, my lack of response is not that I'm not grateful for you because I totally am. I just wish I had more, more, um, more hands and more time in my day. So, right. Um, I know the multitasking but, is so challenging, especially as a parent is like oh, to be able to divide all of our time and attention and, and keep track yeah. of all of the different streams of information that are coming or hitting our tiny little brains. Yeah. Like, I just, I can't keep up most days. It's, it's, it's a lot. And then, you know, I also just want to let people know that, like, I am grateful that I get to be an artist. I'm an artist and I am, like, lucky. I mean, like, I, you know, I work my butt off and, in, and, you know, like, it's not for naught, you know, it's like, I, I recognize that. And I am just so, I'm grateful for that. And just, you know, like, and if you see crows, be kind to them, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like they, they do remember, they remember you. They you know? do. They do. Um, and they, and they share with yeah. other crows. They, share. they do. And they pass it down generations. Yeah. So like if you hurt, if you hurt a crow, like an adult crow, their fledglings know, and then their fledglings know. And it's mm -hmm. like, before you know, you're just marked. And I'll tell you in, in Ballard, we have a lot of crows. I mean, I don't know like where you are. Um, if you have, as many you know but we have them like they all have little territories and I swear they spread that information through the different territories oh, you know yeah. like 
Yeah, absolutely. It's why I'm so kind to them, not just because I want to be kind to them, but also because I want the kindness to spread onto their generations. And so, you know, it's like self-preservation. Yeah, it is self-preservation because, you know, their crows crows used to be gods. I don't want to piss them off. (laughs) I know, like, don't piss off the crows. Right? I love it. I I tell my daughter... Yeah. This has just been so great to talk with you today. I just really, really, really appreciate you for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you so freaking much for backing my deck and and enjoying it and using it and and sharing. I mean, like, oh my God, thank you so much. You have like, you know, like I can tell you, I, I had an incident real fast that sent me into a shame spiral um a couple weeks ago where I had somebody write me like an email that just went off about how horrible everything was and how they hated my dad and it was like and I and I literally could hear my mother and like in my six-year-old brain saying you know like you know like basically like devaluing art and being like oh you know like that's not you know like you're not gonna be an artist you know like getting you know like that kind of thing and um it literally sent me back and so to know that like to have people like send kind notes or to appreciate it, it literally like washed away all the negativity that I got, you know, from that moment. It was just like, oh, it's fine. It's good. Everything is fine, you know? Yeah. Um, so I really do appreciate it. Like it literally, it like knowing that it's appreciated is the greatest gift I can get. Oh, I love that. I appreciate that. I appreciate you. And I can't wait to see all of the beautiful things that you do with, you know, upcoming, upcoming decks. Cause I feel like, like you said at the beginning, this is, this is the path you're supposed to be on. Hey friends. Thanks for listening to Leah rising a tarot and creative intuition podcast. As of January, 2021, this podcast and all of the information is archived so feel free to listen to the episodes the wisdom of the tarot is everlasting but much of the information about um, booking a reading from people has changed in the last couple of years so know that there isn't a tarot um, instagram account or email address or way to get a hold of me for readings at this point and of course i will update that in the future if it changes.